going on, guys? AJ here back again to bring you a very, very, very special episode of the E1B2 Collective Podcast. And I'm bringing you yet another interview uh, within this podcast. Now, this guest, I mean, man, this this guy is a, a real awesome guy, real good guy, uh, really, really good friend, real solid friend. I'm, I'm great friends with his fiance as well. Um just really good people and and this is a really smart founder, really smart entrepreneur, really hardworking entrepreneur, someone that takes entrepreneurship seriously. And I mean that in a very, very good way because I know some people don't take it. Some people don't take it seriously. Some people take some people take it too seriously. Some people have a very odd way of looking at it. And I think for him, when it comes to entrepreneurship, his 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 passion bleeds through everything that he does. And I met this guy. Uh, actually, I'll get, you guys will hear the origin story within the podcast, so um, you'll hear all of that. But today's guest actually has the same name as I do, so his name is AJ as well. He is the founder and CEO of an amazing product, an amazing application, an amazing brand, Clava. Um, really dope logo, really dope name to the company, really cool aesthetic, and, and does a really a uh, nice array of really cool and interesting and impactful things to to and for all things creatives, influencers, um, and really allows them to realize that they are a brand, make direct in- income and and uh, revenue from their um, from their communities, and do it in a way that is a little bit more exclusive. Do it in a way that's a little bit more inclusive. Do it in a way that's a little bit more creative, a little bit more dope, a little bit more hidden. And and I say hidden because at one point in our lives, and still to this day, it happens a lot in shoe culture and it happens a lot in clothing culture. It's cool to be a part of an exclusive community where you know you guys are one of a thousand or one of ten thousand or one of a hundred thousand that know that that knows of something existing it curates communities it curates people that are passionate about something and they can have uh, that relatability and so let me stop ranting here today's guest today's entrepreneur today's interview is going to be the origin story of how not only me and aj guys slight interruption that's my bad let's get back to the show hey guys audio cut out of me sorry about that but i'm gonna get right back into it today's not only an origin story of how me and aj met but it's an origin story of how clava was born how it was created and where it is now today and why each and every person listening to this podcast whether you're a creative whether you're an influencer whether you're an entrepreneur whether you're a brand whether you're Anyone touching the world of entrepreneurship, business, creative, music, art, whatever the case is going to be, influence, you should download the Clava app today. It's live. You can go see it and you should try to find a way to get excited about it, whether that's finding an influencer, you should you should you you should reach out to us suggesting should be on Clava or whether you are an influencer and creative yourself. So, again, I'm this is. Gosh, I can't even explain. I am so excited about this freaking episode, guys. Enjoy today's episode with my guest, AJ, my dear friend, my brother, as well as uh, the co-founder of the Clava brand. And I'm an advisor. I uh, have a little bit of equity myself. So this is also dear to my heart from a business perspective. So again, this is an episode of Let's Talk Startups. You guys are going to enjoy this. You guys are going to love it. And um, 
Let's get to the show. All right, we're good. All right, so let's just go over the whole, like we just said before we even started recording, the whole origin of, of Clavin, the thesis, the concept, what it is, what it's not, um, what we're trying to do. So I'll tell you how I see it, how I remember it, and then you can kind of lead the way. So um, what was the name of the place, by the way? Um, Impact, Impact Hub. Hub. That's yeah. where we met, yeah. Um, I, I came to Impact Hub personally because I wanted to try to connect. That's really all I really came there to do. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I inevitably met up with Kevin and Naya, worked with them for four months on like some consulting shit, um, did a bunch of other things, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's why I came there to connect with like-minded entrepreneurs, the whole point of the place. We had one of those, uh, what was that Tuesday thing we had? It was like a little event to get to know the team or something. Right? Yeah. yeah and something. you said you had never went to any of them. No, yeah, they kept, it was like for the new people that started and I think they were doing multiple of them and I already canceled on one and- you're like, I got to go. I have to be go to this one, yeah, because I said I'd be there. And so, essentially. Um, but I wanted to be there. Yeah. And this is me, the way I'm talking, this is me talking to yeah. them that are listening. Yeah. Um, that's another thing, too. Like, you know, I've built up this audience. Like, you know, 8K, 10K a month. And so people people have got to get to, got to know me. So this is actually going to yeah. be dope because, like, this is something that is, like, Definitely. about my entrepreneurial endeavors outside of the whole mm-hmm. HR shit. For so, sure. Um, so we went to the meeting and essentially – it was dope, whatever. You know, we, yeah, we got yeah. the exchange things. Great food. And then I, I told my story. You told your story. And I think immediately we, uh, and our names are the yeah, same. Yeah, names are the same. Both the that names are AJ. Thing, that yeah. caught our yeah, eyes. Yeah. And so we, we both immediately, I don't even think we really talked too much at that particular time. No. no. What, what, went through, what went through your head when you kind of heard my story and what you, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be? Yeah, yeah I just thought you were a dope dude. Like, you know, you gave up good vibes, yeah. seemed happy funny dude you had everyone laughing so i don't know i just wanted to say what's different up, than i guess different than the other people there no i mean everyone was yeah everyone was cool there i mean i already knew everyone really i just i never seen you before and that's when i was like facts you know like who's this i want to introduce myself in a way and we just started talking yeah and you're sitting near me too yeah i think and then i think what i remember and i'm giving you my my take of the origin story just leading so what i'm doing guys i'm leading all the way up until the conception of even us really talking and so i think what happened then is um we started having a conversation i don't know if i can i think you were i think you were what were the things where you had to sit in the front kind of like the gatekeepers yeah well i don't know what the name of it's called yeah i was just like remember the remember you it was like your job like for three hours a day you had to sit here no it's like for the whole day yeah you give the, the plan it was dope. i did it because uh impact hub had this really cool plan where um it was a co-working space and I wanted to, uh, you know, start network- networking with other entrepreneurs and other people. And they had this sweet deal where if you come in and commit eight hours a week of your time uh, helping out in the area, you know, support for members that come through, you know, doing the dishes and all that stuff, cleaning up at the end of the day, opening, closing, uh, they would give you a free membership. So I was like, definitely, this is, you know, exactly what I want. And it was a dope spot. Yeah, it was, it was dope aesthetically, spot in Baltimore. It was, aesthetically yeah, it was near dope. Penn Station. And uh, yeah, that's how it kind of all this started. And then I just would sit up front and help anyone and check anyone in. And that, that was that. And so I'll expedite it because this, I could get into every little micro detail, but I guess if we were to expedite it, essentially what happened, I think I came up to him. And when I say him, I'm meaning AJ, some, sometime said hello, um, said, hey, tell me a little bit more about what you're working on. Mm-hmm. You gave me the original idea of Clava, which mm-hmm. if you want to now, you want yeah, to say it was, what it was or do you yeah, not even want to say no, what it was? No, I'll say, yeah, it was like, 
I was focused on creating this location-based like chat uh, at where you open it, there's a map of your current location and there's, you know, chat rooms all around you that people have made. And the point was when you join that room, you're literally interacting with people in that area. But it just was a really difficult to grow and build a community. And there was really no, um, you know, sticky factor to it that made people want to keep coming back. So yeah. I was like trying to pivot. And then that's where, you know, we're going into where, yeah. you know, we were generating ideas. Yeah. And so I guess to expedite it again, I liked, I liked him. Remember, I told you this. And this is a straight honesty. I liked you personally, and I mm-hmm. liked your perspective on it, but I didn't know if I liked the brand yeah, concept. But I was like, if you're open to changing it and switching it, maybe we can just brainstorm. Mm-hmm. Um, and what inevitably happened is, frankly, the reason why I came. The reason why I came is because I wanted to inevitably... I, t- I tell people all the time, I'm an angel investor with no money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I am, right? I think I, think I bring energy, ideas, perspective, strategy to a team, and I think I can... I think I can help. And if a team needs that at the time, I think it can. And so essentially expedited from your point of view, how did we go from what Clava was to what it is now? We can maybe launch into what it is now. How do we go from there to where we are now? How did, what are the couple ideas, the strategy conversation? What, do, what, do, what sticks out to you? Um, I think it was like the, the first couple of calls we had, we were trying to, you know, initially talking about collaborating through, um, you know, my software development company at the time. And then yeah. when we jumped, you know, I started bringing up Clava more and you were like, you know, what, what is this? And you got more interested. And that was your angle. You were like, yeah. Dude, fuck you. Like, forget like, the other stuff. I want yeah. you to focus yeah, on I this. Wanted to, yeah. Cause I've always wanted to just build a product, you know, have a successful product. And then when I was like, let's think of new ideas, you kind of went down like the influencer route or the talent route. Um, and at the time, I think it was really deep into like, brands like kith and brands like mad happy and i and i was talking about kind of like the niche urban streetwear market because that too not that we wanted to go down that route but like the way that they carry themselves direct to consumer was something i think i noticed you like that with the exclusive route that they kind of offer they have these small audiences yeah and uh you know we're trying to figure out ways to incorporate those two things both the you know niche brands and 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 the creatives and then this exclusive and then we thought of just having like this room because we already had, you know, chat rooms in Kava, this room where they could go in there and just share paid like post exclusive content. And uh, in order to join these rooms, their fans would have to pay to make kind of make. And at the time, let's pause right there. At the time, we didn't know all the details if it was going to be a thousand cap. Was there going to be a cap for the longest time? And we don't have to talk about the, part where we were separated really because that's some personal yeah, stuff yeah. but um for the longest time before we got to that point we took a little bit of a break you didn't take a break on the business model yeah. pushing it you got yeah. it to where it is now but we kind of where i think we were trying to figure out the disconnect was that we didn't know if we wanted to go down a certain industry route yeah or if we wanted it to be broad but neither mm-hmm. here or there that original clava model was really just we knew we wanted to have people curate a community and go direct to that community, but have pretty much a gate, a financial gate to be able to see more impactful creating dope content. Yeah, like we, you know, we saw what, you know, Patreon's doing, you know, only they fans. The only fans, you know, only fans and Patreon offer that exclusivity effect, right? They, yep. you, you pay to get exclusive stuff. And we were thinking, well, Patreon doesn't have a cap. So on, on, on like, you know, like a, a type, a, a room type of thing, it's more like you subscribe and it's like a newsfeed. So we were thinking with maybe like a, a 
a chat room or something like that. It's exclusive enough where only a certain amount of people can join, but they're getting inter like, in, you know, exclusive interaction, exclusive content with that, that creative at a certain price yep. per month. Yep. And then we talked to some creatives and they, it was like, you kept saying, it was like, you know, there isn't anyone that got really, really excited about what we we're doing. It was just like, there's nothing that was like grabbing. And, 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 and you know, and I'll be real with you. I still think, I know you found more success, but I still think to a certain degree that that is a little bit still of a, of a myth maybe, because here's, here's what I'm saying. So like, let's just throw some names out, bro. Like, you know, I always bring this up from the music world. Look at the Nipsey hustles, the Russes, the Wiz Khalifa, you know how I feel about that real indie world. Then look at, then look at like Jake Paul and what he's done. Look at, again, you all, you know, I bring up Mad Happy and all these other niche clothing brands. And then look at what Travis Scott has done. The also the thesis was create a brand, create a company around you that sells something that's not you. That was also, remember we were going to try to say, they got to come here and get something. And, I, and that's the mm -hmm. part of the model. Of course. You yeah. need to come here and get something. It's an exclusive concert. Yep. It's an exclusive product that only, and here's the shift, right? Only youth a thousand will get access to this thing, mm -hmm. to this moment or to this tangible thing. Mm -hmm. Now that's where it got really exclusive and really different because now what it turned into is only those a thousand not only have it very similar to what Travis Scott does when he drops his shoes, but only a thousand had access. Mm -hmm. Imagine when Travis Scott drops his shoes, whatever the case is, people knew that only 500 would get access to it and it would be in a certain community where there's direct consumer interactions and you're a part of that group. Mm -hmm. So you guys can interact at times as well. Mm -hmm. exactly. um, that's a little bit different, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, no, exactly. But, you know, I was just saying from just conception and like going through yeah. the phases, you know, the- um, It didn't start that way. No, yeah, the, the, uh, the we were focused on the chat, just having a, an exclusive room. And then that's when I was just saying like, yeah. we need to get more excitement from these creatives because like they weren't excited about what we were saying. We couldn't close anyone, nope. remember? And so we kept talking about new ideas and you were like, what about like, a, it would be cool if it was a live video. Like you, and you, I was like, yeah, you know, I think that live video or chat, yep. you know, they could choose. Yep. And then we tried, we were striking out creative still, like it still didn't matter. And yep. then I was like, you know, we have to think of some idea where it's like, um, you know, how can we make this even more exciting? And like you said, having the cap on the yep. lives was very exciting. And the way yeah. and the way users join and the way creatives make money now was exciting, you know. Yeah. And I just think we're doing something that nothing in the industry right now or that I've seen has done. I mean, if you think about it, no one's had an exclusive live video cap. No one's done that. Name one person in in a social app. I'm not talking about like that you know, curates a community. Yeah, a web browser, whatever. You know, and then on top of that, it's like, you know, I'm sure it's been done, but I'm just saying a social app and then it's like with users having to buy time to get access and you know what i mean inside of, in that and then you get access to that live for the, the amount of time you have on your account i just haven't seen a creative app focused on yep. that you know and let's talk about let's talk about even the aesthetics of the app yeah i mean the aesthetic of the app is dope right yeah. like the interface and like when you get in there it's clean yeah and mom it was clean Stem yeah and only fans is choppy Right. Okay, yeah. OnlyFans is if you but, go into OnlyFans, the aesthetic is not lovely. It looks rough. That it looks grainy. It looks rough. Um, 
I've never been inside of a Patreon funnel, so I don't know what that looks like. But I personally feel like brand matters sometimes. Like Apple is a dope company. Like when yeah. you say you have an Apple product, you're like in a different category of humans. Mm -hmm. Only mm -hmm. certain types of people buy Apple product. Mm -hmm. That's correct. I think that's what I'm. What I would really like to do with Clava, and I talked about this to you the other day. I was like, create some sort of, you know, a, a brand that has an ecosystem uh, around these creatives. You know, we obviously we have the app, but we build around the app as well. Yep. You know, making helping them, you know, generate more revenue for for just being themselves. You know. Yep. And that's the thing. So I guess let's even talk a little bit more about that because we haven't talked too much about that. There's a company out there that's called United Masters. You know, we talked about that. Mm -hmm. And one piece of United Masters is they have like this, this A&R component. And I think that's kind of what you're talking about, where you can really help the creative with ideas, with executions and do other things. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, from my point of view, when I think of Clava, when I look at that type of execution, I really think about like just how Clava can make more of a dent mm -hmm. when it comes to like bringing value. You know what I'm saying? Like, Instagram doesn't genuinely, honestly, you know, it doesn't, the company, the brand, the executives, the core people within Instagram, Instagram does, they don't bring me value. The product definitely brings me value, but they don't bring me value. And I think we'll be different. Remember, I always said this to you, Clava is not a social media. I've always said it's not an app and I've, and I've never really can understand why I've always said it, but I always felt that way. It's more of a, you know, it's more of a thing. It's more of a, a feeling. It's more of a moment. And so there's ways that you can definitely sprinkle in a r type, you know, EAs, executive 100%. assistants, and like really help these folks, you know, create a brand. Of course. I think I've always been on board with that, that concept when we, you know, when we get to that point and have the resources to do that. I yeah. mean, that would be. I mean, it's, in, it's in the DNA how you're helping them now. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm, and, and, and that's, you know, making sure these creatives can trust the platform, I think is the biggest thing. Yep. You know, and seeing if they know that we got the support to help them, you know, essentially make more money, yep. you know, then it's genius. So again, we just got to what do you get off the ground? What do you think the industry is now? I think the industry now is for a fact. I believe the industry is right where it needs to be when it comes to a product like this. One hundred percent. It's One, never been hot. It's, it's never, never been hotter. Been hotter. We, saw the, we saw the writings on the wall when we first met each other over a year ago. Yeah, one hundred percent. 100% because we, you know you brought up the exclusive content like how that's like a trend and what I was that's seeing picked up like a mother what, I, what I've seen and then paying for content just picked up yep. the same it's the same it model. is a normal thing to pay to five to fifteen dollars to get access to something you don't even know it's on the other side yeah, like something exclusive like a lot like we talk about the nft market right that yeah like we're NBA top shot, right? Like I, you I gotta buy, pay to get in there. Yeah, I have to pay to get an exclusive pack, and there's only a certain amount of cards in that that are made in that pack. Yep. You know, and that's dope. You know. Yep. We're just doing that for creatives. Yep. Yep. And you know, and I think um, and I think the independence is the factor. You know, I always bring up Russ, and I bring up all these other guys. I want to start seeing. Jake Paul and Logan Paul, the perfect example. I'm really starting to garner some respect for them. Not how they carry themselves personally, because I think it's really corny, frankly. But I like how they, I like how they do their business. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. they turn themselves from an influencer to a to a brand, right? They 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 ventured off and did other things that was real, that was true, right? And so, the, what the, what what I think a lot of artists do, rappers, singers, creatives, you know, content producers. They just do like you always said this. They do the fashion Nova ads. They do other just random ads. 
Because they need to get paid. They need to get paid because what happens is your content starts to get dry and you hit a cat with your community. So then I always say, and this is part of Clava's DNA, is like, what are you going to do next? Mm-hmm. How can Clava, how can we help you become more of an entrepreneur, more of a, a thoughtful person when it comes to these things and create a brand, an actual product or an actual moment around who you are? Look what Jake and Logan do. They're, dude, they're making like $50 million boxing. That's uh, nuts. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. And that's what I'm saying. Like These creators have so much power, you know, and that's awesome that they can build a community like a massive community and just based off you know just being themselves and the content they produce which is awesome but it's like you know they they have some power where they can do they can make even better content if you think about it to yep. only yeah, exclusive about some group, of that. you know i think that i think the exclusivity in our app makes them want to make better content think about what a rapper can do now i think they already do this on live at times but yeah think about how they can yeah. do it better like what like a rapper could definitely do or any any musician could definitely do a live concert. Oh, 100 percent. And that's really interesting. And I love that concept because the price point to enter to your fans is a lot is a lot cheaper. But at the same time, they get they're one of a thousand. Is there a way that you can I've never seen an app that could do this because OnlyFans is having a problem with this. If you could see, is there an app? Is there a way that you could build something inside the app where it can it can block people from recording on their end of their phone? Like screen recording? Because you know it's a big problem with these apps. Yeah, I mean because like imagine somebody because I know OnlyFans is having a big problem with that's that. in the software of the phone. That's yeah, that's you can't touch Apple, that. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing you can do on that. Yeah. Cause you know a lot, you know, that could be the only issue when someone does a live video, they can just screen record it. But no at scale, no one's gonna do that. <laughs> but but a, yeah, they could record it, but again, the moment would be over. Exactly. They're, they, the, the, the knowing that you are a part of that a thousand people right saying, "Yo, there. this is crazy," yeah, talking yeah. back and forth. Yeah. And yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah, that is interesting. And they could do, uh, you know, behind the scenes look of creating a track. Mm-hmm. Creating, you know, they yep. could do a, a, a listening party. Everything they do on Instagram now on live, you should do with a curated, focused community. You should give back. If you're an artist, you should give back to the ones that give back to you consistently. And you're, and they're going to be driven to those, you know, those really loyal fans are going to be driven to Clava because they want to, you know, they want to, they pay, they pay to get exclusive content to yes, what you're they doing. Would. You know, I, I mean, I would for, for my favorite creative, you know, something like that. There is not a doubt. There is not a doubt that I would pay to see Mad Happy Clothing or Kid Clothing literally just get made. Or like, or like, be in like a design meeting. Yeah, and honestly, if you were, if you could get in before the thousand cap, it costs you minimum ninety nine cents. So I'm saying, so cheap. Get in there, fifteen minutes, see what's up. Or by the hour, by thirty minutes. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. it's a dope concept, I think. Why, why won't it work? There's always got to be reasons why something can't work. Could be difficult to get people into the lives um, no i think good like in the beginning getting people into the lives because we don't have a community so that creatives have to post it on instagram or tiktok and share the link to join and that's how you're getting people into the app you know what i think could happen that's that's possible that's true i think i think the um i think the influencers could potentially uh be stubborn i think that's possible in what way? 
I think a lot of influencers, I think it's a lot. Look, let's just call it what it is, bro. Clobber takes work. Of course. Like anything great in life. Of course. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but imagine a world where, um, imagine a world where you as the artist, you as the creative, you as the influencer, it's very easy to do other things as an influencer to make money. Clob is a bit harder. So I could definitely see creatives and influencers be, become lazy, even more lazy. Yeah, or... Um, I could see that, man. I, I, well, you got to think about it, too. I don't think we can reach out to as many creatives. So it doesn't give our chances, you know, a higher chance of succeeding. Because think about... How many, talked about this. If there's a specific creative for Clob. It's not just... How many users do you think should be on Clob overall? What do you mean? How many users do you think should be on Clava overall? For for what? Just to just to have it. Mm-hmm. Like how do you know overall? Like what's your goal? Like how many users do you think should be on Clava? Um. Like what do you think the goal is? Like how many think you? How many users do you think have, we can we I can get to? I haven't even thought about that. Who do you think is appropriate for like the type of company it is? I don't. I don't. I don't think it's millions of users. Do you? Maybe. Yeah, I, I to I think, me, yeah, maybe I think it, it could be. It's not, I, it's not like Instagram, a hundred million. It, well, I don't know because, like I said, I think if we allow the creative at a later, like soon, be able to choose how many people they want to have and just change it, change it up and down. Yeah, I mean, obviously we have COVID right now. Concerts are, you know, definitely hard to come by. Maybe you know something having a bigger concert, mm-hmm. twenty, thirty thousand people, exclusive to those people you know i don't know like we could build off of this but as of now i think i just want to get a community start you know get off the ground get some traction i think um yeah i think i think the energy and the message of cloud is important too though like i i do i do think that more creatives and artists and people need to start really really thinking about uh thinking about independence and thinking about what that looks like um for sure and, sure. and and how to go about it i think um Oh, this is what I want to talk about. Do you still want to have that piece in Clover where you, where you see some of these artists start to create significant real brand deals, similar to like what, you know, Travis Scott has done, or, or like even beyond that, like really do like 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 if you're if like like a creative is into clothing, literally start like you know like like what Wiz has done with his rolling papers or what. Um, like, I don't know. Do you see it? Like, do you see Clava type people doing that? Like veering off past just being a typical creator? Give me an example. Like, what do you mean? Like Travis Scott with his yeah. McDonald's. Like, do you, do you think they do that in Clava? Yeah. Do you, can, can you see, remember the idea? Yeah. Can you see brands and influencers working together in Clava? In Clava. I could. I definitely could. I think when we become a brand, I definitely, I would like, I mean, I think that would be a, really exciting way I think to, be dope now yeah i think I mean, two small two a smaller mm-hmm. niche brand and mm-hmm. then a smaller niche and when i say small i'm talking a couple hundred thousand mm-hmm. followers not like a major household name mm-hmm. yeah they should do that now they should create an ex- i always told you this you create an exclusive hat right now and drop a thousand of these yeah go live with it and pick the you know get, pick the people that you know the first, the first only a thousand motherfuckers will have this yep now that happens nowadays, but it's not only half to have access to, to even know it was possible to get this. Mm-hmm. That's what I think would be dope, right? May, yeah, maybe something along the lines of making that exclusive hat. 
And then once it's done, it's like showing them how to make it and making the exclusive hat. And then when it's done, everyone in the live gets that hat. Yep. Are you saying Kalaba should have a um... like they're live streaming them making the exclusive hat? Mm. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, and when it's done, everyone in the audience gets it. Because like if you're just going on live and you're saying you're selling this, I mean, it'd be hard to keep users in there, right? And they make money. Yeah, they're like, dude, you can go to Instagram and do yeah, the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fair. I think I think the exclusive part would be like, yo, you know, like you always say, like ask your ask ask these creatives to add, like ask their audience, like, what would you like to see me do in Clava? Yeah, they're like, gonna tell you. Yeah, right. You get you you take you know one thing from them, and and, and when, when we talked about the one artist creative we're talking about, you're like he should ask his his fan his fans like, hey, what do you want me to draw on this live? And then pick a fan to win and draw that what they requested and then send it to them. Like that would be sick. The same thing with these hats. Yep. So many. I just think there's so many ways to use Clava, man. There's so many ways. So many ways. Um, so many ways. What do you think? Um, what do you think the hardest part is about about trying to get this idea off the ground? About ideas getting off the ground overall? Like we can talk about that for a moment, and we can wrap it up because that's something that I've been thinking a lot about. I don't think um, there's a lot of entrepreneurs right now at scale that make it look a lot easier than I think it really is, and I start to get I start to get a little bit self conscious about: Am I only capable of making? hundreds of thousands of dollars in my career am i not capable of building a brand that big um and why are they building it so big do you think about stuff like that or like what do you think what do you think the missing link may be or could be or or is or or what people don't know about uh i think a lot of it is just relationships is a big well one. yeah definitely relationships getting in front of the creatives and uh getting them in to club to do a live and then obviously on the flip side, you have to hope and, you know, well, it's, it, it, it's sturdy, but make sure the tech is there, right? Like, I think the app runs beautiful right now, but, you know, tech breaks and you can't do anything about it sometimes. But if that all holds up and we just get people in there, we just got to hope that the, that exclusive experience is actually something people want. And that's the part where I don't think. I don't think you'd ever be upset with yourself if that didn't work out. Like if that didn't work out where the human beings that are on it didn't appreciate the experience and just, cause what's really going to be really important this is some geeky shit guys, right? This is deep. What, what you're really going to have to track is your churn and your burn. And like, are people really fucking with it? You know what I mean? Are people really staying there? Yeah. I'm, you know, we'll have to see. We I, I no, personally think it's something that people don't even know they want yet. Yeah. I think that's very so, true. Once it, once it happens, once we get something, like a really cool like if it's gonna it's probably you know gonna be what, an exclusive concert i'm telling you right now that's when they're gonna realize you want to know what clava is clava is like some really dope exclusive shoes or like and i don't know if you were i don't know if you were a hip-hop kid at this time but people that know about i told you this people that know about this big sean west khalifa currency nipsey hustle french montana 2009 little wayne 2009 all those names there were things that were dropping on that piff and all these other platforms that only a small group of people knew about and it was cool to know about it I, for some reason i keep comparing clava to that I, what i think clava can be for these creatives is there's going to be a certain segment of their audience that only knows about the coolest dopest shit randomly because that's how it's going to look in real time imagine if clava's really out we could walk in and say the best like 
we know about this crazy concert that's happening tomorrow and you don't know nothing. Like not in a joking, like, you know, mean way, but like literally like it's a cool vibe to know that. 100%. I think a lot of it's going to come down to so the cool. creatives just, hey, I want to do something really exclusive, immediately think of Baba. And then yep. what we'll see is maybe these creatives only do it a couple times and the challenge will be figuring out a way to make them do it more, but still keeping it exclusive, you know, like helping them generate new ideas on, on ways that they can maybe use Clava multiple times a week instead of, you know, just one concert every month you know and let's break down the money real quick let's break down the money because that's one thing we we've talked about emotions we talked about how we met we talked about all these things let's let's break down the emotions i mean the the the, the money rather um this is what i like most about clava let's let's remove the big picture you have let's stick on that thousand people mm-hmm. let's just say you know how i am let's just say that never ever goes beyond that let's just say that's what happens mm-hmm. what i like for you as the founder of Clava, for me as someone that has a bit of equity and just really cares about the product, Advisor. and then and then for and then for the creative, this is what I like about it. Let's go through a couple scenarios financially. You comfortable doing that? Mm-hmm. So right now it's ninety nine cents. Mm-hmm. What's the second tier? Ninety nine cents for fifteen minutes, a dollar ninety nine for thirty minutes, and three ninety nine for sixty minutes. We don't need to go through the whole variation because it took a while for us to do the math and, and, and shit. But what's just generally, I believe, I, I want to say we were, what's just generally, if someone is consistently hitting a 70% cap, that means 700 people per moment. And they're doing it a few times a week. I think we said, what were we like? It was like four, seven, 10,000. I don't know. It was something. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty much it was like, if you're consistently getting 500 people in your live yep. that are, and this is in one life and that are in there for at least 60 minutes each, they would net around $1,250. Okay. So now if you did that per, per one, that's one life, one life with 1,250, go ahead, break it all down. One life, $1,250 in your pocket for having Having 500 of your audience members seeing you do something or say something. They've been in there since they've, been in there since the start of the live and your live is now and an hour and remember in- the cap is a thousand so we're giving you guys a 50 percent um uh leeway here, yeah. yeah leeway yeah so 50 percent of them have churned already but yeah and if you if we want a smaller number a hundred dollars they it, they would walk in an hour they would with you know i mean a hundred people in there in an hour it can get confusing 250 dollars yep but but if we stick with the five, five what was yeah. it again? 2012? 1250. 1250. And let's say, like a lot of artists do, like a lot of creatives do. Sorry, you 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 go you do this twice a week. Let's just be realistic. Yeah, twice a week. What's that? Twelve, so a thousand thousand, that's 15. two. So that's twenty five hundred. That's twenty five hundred dollars a week. What's what's that in four weeks? Two, that's eight. What's that about nine grand? grand? grand yeah. Nine grand, ten grand. I don't know about anyone else. There are plenty of human beings in this world that would love to do that to make $10,000 a month. Yeah. And, and the really cool part about it as well is like your engagement in the community goes up and again, it's exclusive and you're getting paid. To do. That's why I think Clava can win because I think like your everyday common creative can do it. Yeah. You don't have to be Jake Paul. You don't have to be Correct. Drake. You don't have to be mad happy or Kith. Just have to do something exclusive enough that, I, that people get excited about. Yep. You know, I, I think I, I think you get it all at creatives. Like you said, I think you like you always thought about, you know, our sweet spots, the micro creatives, the ones that don't 
you know, aren't 500,000. If there's a, if there's a million people in the platform, 700,000 of them are going to be micro creators. Yeah. I think, uh, I think that's what, mm -hmm. it, remember what I told you, remember I said United masters, that's what United mm -hmm. the majority of United you're masters. saying a million, you're saying a million creatives. Exactly. There even that many? Of course, dude. I think there's, I mean, there has to be, <laughs> there has to be 50. I mean, there has to be, that's something we should know. That would like give us our market cap numbers. Like we we should know how many creatives overall there are. Or I mean, there has to be millions, dude. Yeah, I mean, because like can hit so many different sectors. But you know, at the end of the day, yeah, you're right. I mean, I think it's the smaller guys for sure to start. You know, if because again, I don't know. This is something that's gonna be interesting to find out about God when we talked about this, and we go back to this a thousand number. I think it's going to be hit or miss when we talk to these bigger creators. Of course. Because I don't know if a thousand to them seems exclusive, but it might. Yeah, because these big these big folks are going to be like, nah, I need a 10,000 cap. I need a 20,000, 10,000. I don't know about any, which Khalifa can't put consistently 10,000 in the live. I see that all the time. But this is what I, I see need that all everyone the time. to understand. This is what I need everyone to understand. And this is the common, this is what- The algorithm, this is what clean. This is what creatives have said as well. It doesn't matter how many people you can get in your live and TikTok and Instagram. It does not matter. Stop mm -hmm. paying attention to that. What matters is, stays. what matters is post, how many people you can reach posting on your newsfeed and in your stories. So it's all algorithm. It's a, if it's 5% of your total audience, you're getting way more views than you would be in uh, uh, running a live because mm -hmm. those people you're posting to you need to share the link with them to join your mm -hmm. live on clava mm -hmm. so again i always tell creatives if you have a hundred thousand people five percent of that right mm -hmm. you're hitting mm -hmm. five thousand mm -hmm. people you can't get five thousand of those five thousand people in there for an exclusive concert because five thousand people are always seeing that post mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying that's what i'm trying to like portray and i think after the first live when we tell these creatives hey promote this before you go live and it's very similar, you know, and it's very similar to, again, what talk, what happens in the music industry where the record companies take a big amount of money off the top or they're, they're, they clog up being the, you know, they, they make it difficult. This is exactly what happens with Instagram. This is exactly what happens with other platforms. Their, their, their percentages are, are heavy. Um, brands, when you do a brand deal, they take a lot of money as well. Um, and I think this is, again, I think this is a way to go direct, clean to your consumer. And then I think the biggest, most important thing is that I think we need to build into cloud when you said you'll do it, is helping people capture the emails on the back end. Yeah. Every single platform today. Tell me if I'm wrong. This is a big statement. I hope I don't embarrass myself. Every single platform today does not have a capability where you can export your emails of your followers. Name one platform right now where you as the user can hit export of all emails of my followers today. Name one platform. You can't. Um, and you know why they don't give it to the user because it, it doesn't behoove the brand to do it because they sell your shit. They sell, I mean, they that, sell your data. But, that, but again, we're technically doing that as well. It's just kind of, it's kind of. But you can give them, you can give these users mm -hmm. the access to their own people. Yeah, but we're technically, I mean, in our terms, it would technically say just like, you know, we're going to give your information to the creative. And I don't know privacy stuff. I don't know. If that's Could you give be... it back to the creative? What do you mean? The emails. So when a creative has 50 people in their live, I believe we should have a function where they can export the emails of that, the 50 people. That's what I'm saying. Us, those 50 people aren't going to like that you're sharing their stuff with the creative. 
can, is there a is there a term sheet that we can create where they can sign? We could have it in into it? yeah, we could have it in writing and everything. I'm just saying, I don't know if it's a good. I don't know if people are going to be comfortable with that. What if you blatantly make it like a thing pops up on the screen where it says, "Do you want to, like, like, yeah, like you're so, signing up for an email newsletter?" Of course, or we could just. I mean, yeah, it's just something to talk about. Yeah, you know something, I mean? something. To it, it, but that that if we were to go that route, yeah, you we, what we could do is after every live. It collects all the emails and automatically sends it. Now tell that. me that wouldn't be a now tell me that wouldn't be a value add to a. Creator. Oh, of course it would be. Yeah, of course, because then they would be able to you know get in contact and build a <laughs> newsletter crazy. with their audience. That'd be crazy because yeah. now they can do whatever they want to do to create the audience. Because frankly, Clava doesn't have. Go ahead. We could we could make it a, a whole branch off of Clava now because I just had this idea where we actually you make an actual Clava newsletter where we actually take all the emails from each live you do and give you give them like a, a newsletter in their dashboard where it's like now they can easily send out a newsletter uh, to these. Yo, talk to the team. To, <laughs> to these people, yeah. I mean, it's an idea. You should do it. <laughs> it just Like I said, I need to prove that. We need to prove this first. One one, one step at a time. Well, right? yeah, we, I, like I said, bro, I mean, these I, we have so many great ideas, right? But at the end of the day, I'm half of a developer and we got one developer and I'm trying to get more. So if there's any React Native developers out there, if you know anyone. Seriously, yeah. Seriously. Um, yeah, get in touch. All right, so that's about it, guys. Uh, I, I believe in the company. I believe in the brand. I believe in the product. I believe in AJ. Uh, I believe in myself. Mm -hmm. So, um, and yeah, I don't know. That was uh, that was another episode of Let's Talk Startups. And yeah, that's all my thoughts. Thanks for having me, AJ. Yep.